Welcome to the Factory Youth Podcast. This is a weekly teaching podcast from the Factory Youth at Calvary Chapel, Vera Beach. We face all sorts of opposition in life. How do we know when opposition is God keeping us from something or it's opposition keeping us from something God wants for us? Are you with me? How do we discern that? Because we face all sorts of difficulty in life, all sorts of closed doors, all sorts of opposition, all sorts of what seems like dead ends. At what point do we say, do you know what? I'm going to keep my head down. I'm going to keep going. It seems like a closed door, but I believe I'm supposed to find my way through it. Or do we discern and say, do you know what? That's a closed door from God, and I'm actually supposed to let go, turn back, and do something different. This is what Jesus was heading to in this verse that we just read. Jesus said that when the time had come, when the hour had come, that he set his face steadfastly towards Jerusalem. Now we call this section, the beginning, uh, this is the beginning of what's called the travel narrative. It begins in Luke 9:51, and it goes all the way through Luke 19:41, this travel narrative, where Jesus begins heading towards the cross. Right? It says he was, he, he was steadfast, he was determined to get to Jerusalem because he knew it was the cross. His face steadfastly set. That word, it means to make stable or to set fast. It means to be determined or to have resolve. In other words, there was nothing that was going to get in the way of Jesus getting to Jerusalem, ultimately to the cross. Nothing would stop him. But notice where you're at in your Bible. You're in Luke chapter 9 when he makes this determination. Luke 9. Jesus doesn't get to the cross till the end of 19. We've got a lot of story left before Jesus gets to the cross, right? A lot of things are going to happen between Luke 9, uh, 51 and Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And so if you think about that, a lot of things get in the way of what Jesus was determined to do. Do you notice that? If we've got 10 plus chapters before, in Luke 9, 51, Jesus says, All right, I am steadfast, I am determined, with resolve, I'm getting to Jerusalem. 10 chapters of stuff happens before Jesus gets there. And uh, amidst all of that stuff, or in those chapters, we see miracles and messages from Jesus. Uh, We see fame and popularity. We see betrayal from his friend. We also see persuasion from his friends not to go to Jerusalem. We see him arrested, beaten, and then condemned to die. This is a lot of opposition, a lot of distraction, a lot of things that get in the way, if you will, to what he has set out to do. But Jesus doesn't allow anything to get in the way of him and the cross because he knew that that's what he was called to do and he knew that it was worth all that he had to endure. Because, listen to me, he knew that he had to go through the cross to get to you. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 says it like this. We are to look unto Jesus because he is the author and finisher for our faith. Listen, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, that idea is relationship with you. 
For the joy set before him, he endured all the things he would have to face, including the cross, because he wanted to get to you. We often face opposition in life. You guys ever face opposition in life before? Maybe it was uh, from school, from family, from friends, from circumstances, from indecision, from, from, from overwhelming just feelings. There's, there's some sort of thing that feels like it's pushing against what you want to do. So how do we know, how do we discern when opposition is a closed door from God or a setback trying to keep us from what God has for us? Jesus had confidence in what he was determined to do. Jesus had confidence in what he was called to do. How can we have this same confidence? Three things that will hopefully help us with this, all right? Three things that we can discern um, whether or not it's a closed door from God or it's an opposition trying to keep us from what God wants us. All right? You with me? Okay, now before we get into this, let me just say this. That this is difficult. And it's difficult because the points I'm going to give you is not like a um, formula. Right? It's not this, okay, do these three things and you'll always be able to discern what's from God and what's not. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give us maybe helpful navigation, bearings a little bit that will allow us to go through the process of figuring out, okay, God, what are you trying to do in this season? The first thing, in order for us to discern this, is the right time. The right time. It says in verse 51 that the time had come for him to be received up. Now, he would be received up to Jerusalem because it was at an elevation. He would be received up to the cross as he hung there. And then ultimately received back up to heaven. So he's saying, it is time for me to go in that direction. Now, throughout the Gospels, Jesus would not do things because his time or hour had not yet come. One time, Jesus was asked to do a miracle that would reveal who he was, and he said, no. And his reason, quote, is my hour had not yet come. So Jesus doesn't do a miracle, or he says he's not going to do it. He ends up doing the miracle. But he says, I'm not going to do that. Why? Because my hour had not yet come. Another time, people try to arrest him. They literally surround him. In, in fact, they're trying to throw him off a cliff. And it says that they couldn't because his hour had not yet come. So Jesus, what we need to recognize is there was moments in his life where he recognized it's not time yet for me to go to Jerusalem. The time's not right. But now, he says, the time had come for me to go to Jerusalem. We discern whether or not it's a closed door from God or a setback trying to keep us from what God has by whether or not the timing is right. Um, in March, a group of people from our church were going on a trip from here to Greece. And the reason they were going to Greece was to do this sort of Bible tour um, throughout where the Apostle Paul took the gospel. And Hannah and I, actually, right before the trip was supposed to happen, somebody uh, wasn't able to go. And so they basically were giving us all expenses paid to go on this trip to Greece. And Hannah and I were like, let's go to Greece. Like, that, a free trip to Greece, that sounds amazing. So we look at our calendar. The only problem was I had already committed to speak in Tennessee. So now we're kind of in this conundrum. We're like, should we go to Greece? Or Tennessee. And in fact, uh, uh, before, I kind of got confused on where I was going. I thought it was Kentucky. 
which no offense to anybody from, is Alex here? I don't think Alex is here. Um, if anybody's from Kentucky, like Kentucky just even sounds kind of worse than Tennessee. I'm like, oh, brother, we're going to Kentucky instead of Greece. Like that, and, and the problem was, although everything had lined up, it was paid for, right? That we had the opportunity, people were going. The timing wasn't right. Why? Because I had already committed to something. I couldn't back out. We ended up in Tennessee. It was a nice weekend in Tennessee. We did a little boat ride on the Chattanooga. It wasn't Greece, that's for sure. Um, but the timing wasn't right. And if we were to force something or back out of something else or change something, the timing wasn't right. And God wants us to learn to do things in his timing. So how do we know when the timing's right? Let me put it like this. The right time will be the intersection of God's presence, provision, and power in your life. Okay, the right timing. How do we know when the timing's right? It will be the intersection of God's presence, provision, and power in your life. What does that mean? Well, is God in it? Is what you're trying to do, is God in it? Is his presence there? Is this something that God is involved in? Number two, is God providing what you need to accomplish it? Right? So, so I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. God's presence is there and he's providing for me. The, the doors are opening. Things are happening. God's providing. And number three, is God showing himself strong on your behalf? Or in other words, does God get the glory through what he's doing? Is God's power going to be there? Or are you manipulating or figuring out and having to do it in your own strength? Are you with me? The, the, the right timing is the intersection in your life of God's presence, God's provision, and God's power. So how do we know it's a closed door or it's an, it's an opposition? Well, the timing's going to be right. Number two, it's going to be the right direction. It's going to be the right time. It's also going to be the right direction. Jesus, we're told, set his face towards Jerusalem. He knew that that was where he needed to be. Now, a lot of stuff is going to happen in between. But ultimately, that was the direction he was going in. Jesus would get sidetracked, if we call it sidetracked, with other people, other situations, other towns even. But Jesus was set in the direction towards Jerusalem. He was going to go to where he would fulfill what God had called him to do. Are you living in the right direction? That's the idea. Now, there are a few ways where we know whether or not we're going in the, the right direction. So if you're discerning something, where to start? Number one, has God's word spoken against what you're set out to do? Okay, sometimes we have these ideas in our mind, like, okay, I'm going to go in this direction. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to go and be with this person or do this thing. And we have to start with God's word. Has God's word spoken against what you are set out to do? If he has, that's that, 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 that's enough right there. Eep, stop. Put on the brakes. Time to slow. That's not the right direction. Sometimes we're like, oh, man, I really feel like God's calling me to do this thing. And there's literally a chapter and verse that says don't do that thing. <laughs> right? So that's the, that, the, okay, has God's word told me, has God's word said that, that, that it is against what I'm thinking about doing? We need to make sure that we start by seeing whether or not God's word is spoken against what we're trying to do. Number two, how do we know if we're heading in the right direction? Is this thing going to enhance the call of God on my life? Is this thing going to enhance the call of God on my life? In other words, does this 
help me walk with God or does it hurt my ability to walk with God? So think about it. You're, you're heading in the right direction. You're, you're, you're thinking, okay, is this the right thing? There's opposition. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to stop? Am I supposed to keep going? Is the thing that you're going towards, is it going to help you in your walk with God? Or is it going to hurt your walk with God? Sometimes we fight for things or we try to get to a place or do a thing that we know full well that when I get there, it is going to be hard for me to walk with God. I think about maybe for some of you, the college that you're thinking about going to, right? You're like, oh, I'm going to go to this college and I've got good grades and I feel like this is right. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Well, let, let's just pause and think about this. Is this setting for you going to help you in your walk with God? I think it's important that you ask that question. Sometimes you're like, I'm going to go to the school. I love this school. It's a crazy party school. Nobody's really a Christian there, but yeah, it's for me. I would say, ah, I don't know. Now, I'm not saying not for sure. I'm not, don't, don't mishear me. I'm just saying that is a really good place to start and say, is this going to help me walk with God or is it going to hurt me? It's important that we ask those questions. Is this going to help? Is it enhancing my calling? And then the third thing, is it the right direction? Is it going to engage with what God's desires are? are is what i'm setting out to do going to engage or participate with what god desires to do is it spreading the gospel and is it encouraging and equipping other christians because that's what god's all about right we we have a um shane and i have been having this conversation lately and asking if god cares about which team wins or not (laughs) right because because imagine you're in the locker room and you're on your team, and somebody says, like, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, and we're going to win this game, and and this is for me. Like, God's going to give us the victory. We're going to do it. And then imagine in the other locker room, there's that one Christian, and they're like, yeah, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. We're going to have victory. And so the question is, does God care about who, does God care about who wins? Oh, it's interesting. It's up for debate. I think he does. I think he cares that you win. And whoever you are, I care that he, I think he cares that you win. Oh, like what, 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 what do we do? How do we, why, why did I start talking about this? The reason, <laughs> the reason is because I think sometimes we get really preoccupied, focused on, overwhelmed with things that God's really not that interested in. Now, I don't mean not interested in because God's interested in you. He cares about you. He cares about what you care about, right? He loves you and he loves that you're into that thing. And he loves that that's helping you and growing you and it's expression of who you are and who he's created you to be. So don't mishear me. God does absolutely care about your game and about your art and about your music. He cares. So don't mishear me. But what I am saying is that God is far more concerned with reaching people that don't know him and helping people that do grow in his relationship, their relationship with him. And so is this thing that you're setting out and doing Is it going to help spread the gospel? And is it going to help Christians grow in their relationship with God? That's a good gauge to think about, okay, this opposition that I'm facing, where is it coming from? What's going on? So right direction. Number three, you guys still with me? All right, so right time, right direction. Number three is right devotion. Right devotion. The final thing we need to do when trying to discern whether or not opposition is from God or not is to make sure that we're seeking God in our situations and decisions. We need to pray 
right? You know, when, when, when you're thinking about, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Is this opposition from you? Or is this, is this something keeping me from an opportunity you have for me? What is this? What's going on? We'll start by asking God. God, what, what, what's going on? God, I trust you. I want to walk with you. I want to be where you want me to be. I want to do the things that you're passionate about. I want to be involved in what you're doing. So God, would you help me to navigate the season? Lord, if it's a closed door from you, would you make it so clear? Would you close this door completely? But Lord, if it's an opportunity that you want me to walk in, would you make that clear? And oftentimes the way he makes it clear is by giving us peace about that situation. Oftentimes, God makes it clear by giving us, the Bible talks about peace that surpasses understanding. What often that looks like is we don't fully make sense or, or can't quite understand what's going on or where we're going, but we have peace about the direction we're heading in. I just sense like, okay, God, you're with me, I'm trusting you, and I'm going to keep walking in faith. Because sometimes we think that we're going to have all the answers or we're going to be able to get through that season or if we're going to figure out how to do that thing. And maybe we won't, but we'll have peace. Does that make sense? And so God wants to give you, as you seek him, as you have relationship with him, as you are in, in relationship with him, he's going to reveal to you, he's going to give you peace and direction about what you're walking through. Because sometimes we don't do the very foundational thing of being in relationship with God. Meaning we don't ask him. We don't, we don't talk to him. We're not in, we think it's too formula-like or too sort of like this, this, and then it's going to be that. When in reality, it's a relationship. God, what are you trying to do in this season of my life? So we ask him how, how we're making the decision. We, we, then we walk through opposition. We struggle and we fight. All of these things and we miss out on because we just don't, we don't pray. So let me ask you, in this season of your life with the opposition, the difficulty, are you asking God? Are you praying, God, what are you trying to do in this season? God wants to give us peace as we walk with him. But that means we have to pray and that we have to move in faith. I'm going to invite the worship team back up here. We're going to close. Um, as we close, I was reminded uh, of a story of, um, of the Apostle Paul. And the Apostle Paul, he is called by God to, um, to spread the gospel to the world. Right? That was the Apostle Paul's really calling. and I mean, that's kind of all of our calling. But he had specifically, he felt like, this is where I'm supposed to go. And in one particular story... He was sharing the gospel, and he started to go on a direction. And we're told that the, that the spirit, that God, moved on his heart. And he's like, we're not supposed to go that direction. Then he's like, all right, well, we're not going to go that way, so we're going to try a different direction. And he started to go that direction, and the same thing. He's like, nope, that's not the right direction. So then he, he uh, uh, was like, all right, we've tried one and two directions. Let's try a third direction. Like, we only have four. <laughs> Right, we got north, south, east, and west. Tried north, didn't work. Tried east, it didn't work. Tried south, it didn't work. All right, I guess that we're out of options. And sometimes I think, you know, as we're walking with God, God wants us to learn, like Paul, to seek him and listen to him. We're told that in that story that he was... He was um, he was trying to figure out where to go, and then he, he was, it was at night, and he had a vision, and God kind of gave him the direction of where he was supposed to go. 
Um, the interesting thing about that is the Bible makes a distinction between dreams and visions. What do you think the, di- the, the difference between a dream and a vision is? Close. You're on the right track. Somebody else want to give it a, a crack? Awake and asleep. Yeah. So it was at night. So you think he should be sleeping. But he has a vision. So he's awake. Right? So what, that, what kind of that tells us is, is the Apostle Paul stressing a little bit. Right? Because if you're supposed to be sleeping at night and he's awake and he has a, has a vision, it's probably up thinking, oh, man, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, what direction we're going, we're kind of out of options, what, what are we doing? You ever been there? You ever been laying in bed at night going, like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? Oh, gosh, I think i got to make this decision soon. I don't know what I'm going. What, what's going on? But what Paul was doing is he was seeking God in the midst of it. God, give, you, give me clarity. God, give me direction. Help me to understand. Help me to see. And God gave him the clarity, the understanding for him to go in the right direction. Let me encourage you tonight that you will face opposition. That's not the encouragement. That's the reality. The encouragement is that God wants to help you discern when, when the opposition is from God keeping you from where he doesn't want you or when the opposition is from something else keeping you from where God does want you. God wants to give you that discernment. God wants to help you walk through that. But can I tell you that oftentimes when it's the, when it is the opposition that is the enemy trying to keep you from where God wants you, you have to, like Jesus, set your face steadfastly towards what he's called you to do. Sometimes we, we, we uh, kind of give up a little too easily. And what would, what would be horrible for all of us is to not discern correctly and miss what God wanted to do on the other side of the opposition. That's why this is important, right? Because we could face opposition and be like, nope, I'm done, I'm out. I can't do this anymore, I'm out. See you later, I'm I'm done. Man, what does God want to do in and through your life on the other side of that opposition? What is God trying to teach you as you walk with him and as you endure whatever it is? Could you imagine if that was Jesus' story? What if, what if his friends talked him out of it when Peter was like, no, Jesus, I, you can't go to Jerusalem. You're going to die in Jerusalem. What if Jesus said like, you know what, that's a, thanks, Peter. I needed to hear that. Let's just go hang out. No, what what does Jesus say in that situation? He literally says this, get behind me, Satan. Whoa. He's like, you are not mindful of the things of God. What if Jesus, when, 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 when they began to falsely accuse him and arrest him, and he was just like, do you know what? All right, I'm just kidding. I'm not really the son of God. Let me go. What if when Jesus was hanging on the cross, and they're like, if you really are the son of God, why don't you get yourself off that cross? And what if Jesus was like, all right, bet, and he got himself off the cross? He could have, right? He's God. What if at any way, any point along the journey, Jesus said, you know what, this opposition is too great, I don't want to do it, and I'm done? What would that story be? Well, let me tell you, we wouldn't be here today. Jesus, enduring what he did for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, so that he could die, rise again, and ascend to the heaven where he's seated at the right hand of the Father so that you and I could have relationship with him through the outpouring of his Holy Spirit so that we could walk with him and journey with him and do what God has called us to do. 
And I wonder, although it's not going to be the same magnitude as what Jesus was called to do, I wonder what, is, what God has for you on the other side of opposition. So hold strong, have faith, and, and allow God to help you discern what is in front of you. Because God wants to help you discern it. He's not going to leave you alone. He's going to help you. He wants to guide you. He wants to give you peace. And he wants to give you clarity as you walk with him.